Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Dozens dead as earthquakes rattle western Japan. We have the story. Kansas sales tax on groceries dropped yesterday. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. We'll have a preview of today's Wichita City Council meeting. That's coming up. On KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Overnight, our temperatures fell into the 20s across south-central Kansas. Looks like we'll be close to normal for the high later on this afternoon. Our complete forecast is coming up. A series of powerful earthquakes has hit western Japan, leaving at least 48 people dead and damaging buildings, vehicles, and boats. Officials are warning people in some areas to stay away from their homes because of a risk of more strong quakes. Aftershocks continue to shake Ishikawa Prefecture and nearby areas a day after a magnitude 7.8 tembler slammed the area Monday afternoon. The state sales tax on groceries in Kansas dropped yesterday from 4% down to 2%. A delay took place at the beginning of last year because in part to organizing products in the correct tax categories. Spokesperson Sheila Regeer says Dillon's was prepared for the change. It was a, a lengthy process for us, and I think we became experts at sales tax on food in determining which items should be placed in which category. So that process has been completed, which made the switch for this year quite simple. Now, items not included in the tax decrease include certain prepared foods, tobacco, and alcohol, and other taxes from city and county sources have not been reduced. A number of new laws went into effect throughout the country Monday. Fox's Jeff Paul reports from Los Angeles. In California, all undocumented immigrants qualify for state-provided health care. It's the first state to do so as California extends Medi-Cal to undocumented people over the age of 26. The program is expected to cost the state $3.1 billion per year, but comes at a time when California deals with a record $68 billion budget deficit. Several new gun laws go into effect today. Washington state is now requiring safety training and a 10-day waiting period for all gun purchases. Michigan is mandating gun-safe storage, universal background checks, and a gun ban for domestic violence convictions. A red flag law also goes into effect this spring. And in California, a new law there that's currently being challenged in the appeals court bans concealed carry in most public places. 20 states are increasing their minimum wage, including California, New York, and Michigan. A 22-year-old man staying in the dorm at the Sedgwick County Department of Corrections Adult Residential and Work Release Program has died. A corrections officer was doing a dorm check yesterday morning. 
According to a news release, one of the residential clients told the officer that an inmate was not doing well. Cause of death not determined. The Kansas Bureau of Investigations, the Sheriff's Office Investigations Division, and the District Coroner's Office working together to determine what happened. The current Wichita City Council will meet for the last time today and will cover a variety of topics. The council will consider changes to downtown public parking. New technology would allow for payment with credit cards and smartphone apps. The plan would likely raise rates as well to an initial fee range of $0.75 to $2 per hour. They will also discuss a proposed ordinance change as it relates to campaign finance rules for political contributions. The swearing-in ceremony for Mayor-elect Lily Wu and new District 4 Council Member Dalton Glasscock and new District 5 Council Member J.B. Johnston will take place Monday, January 8th at 6 p.m. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Israeli and Hamas forces still fighting here into the new year. Fox's Trey Yinks with more from Tel Aviv. Rockets stream through the sky as Israel rings in the new year. Hamas firing a barrage toward the city of Tel Aviv. 87 days into the war, factions in Gaza have maintained their ability to target major cities as Israel slows fighting in parts of Gaza and announces that some reservists will return home. The shift in strategy comes as Israel continues to launch fresh airstrikes across Gaza. Overnight, those strikes killed a company commander from Hamas's Nukba force in the city of Deir al-Bala. With a new year, many of Gaza's youngest residents, now sheltering in the city of Rafah, hope there will soon be a pause in the fighting. KNSS News Time now, 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock. Let's take a look at some action yesterday in the NBA, including a former shocker starting off the new year right. Have that coming up in sports. A busy week ahead for lawmakers on Capitol Hill. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now, 8.09, nine minutes past 8 o'clock. A passenger plane and a Japanese Coast Guard aircraft have collided on the runway at Tokyo's Haneda Airport and burst into flames. TV footage showed a large burst of fire erupted from the side of a Japan Airlines plane as it taxied after landing. The area around the wing then caught fire. Transport Minister Tetsuo Saito said all 379 occupants of the passenger plane got out safely. Said the pilot of the Coast Guard plane evacuated safely but the other five crew members were found dead. Haneda is the busiest airport in Japan, and many people travel over the New Year holidays. Firefighters responded to a building fire Saturday afternoon in South Wichita, the former site of the Grace United Methodist Church at Gilbert and Topeka. Battalion Chief Jose Ocades says this fire was a lot much more severe than past fires at that location. No injuries reported, a cause for the fire not determined. It's shaping up to be a very busy first week back for lawmakers on Capitol Hill. Fox's Chad Pergram has a preview. The sheer load of work facing Congress this year is prodigious. In fact, it could dwarf the chaos of 2023. Two government shutdowns stare at lawmakers in the first month alone. Talks about a border security package continued through the holidays. Illegal migration at the border surged. Most lawmakers doubt the sides can secure a deal until they return to Washington in person. If the sides reach a border deal, that unlocks aid for Ukraine and Israel. 
but a shutdown could overshadow everything. Also, expect a parade of witnesses to appear for closed-door interviews with the House Oversight and Judiciary Committees as part of their impeachment inquiry. And the House could vote to hold Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress. He skipped a deposition last year. Talks of artificial intelligence have also recently been on the minds of lawmakers and could be addressed in the new year. The mayor of a New Jersey town says busloads of migrants are being dropped off at train stations in the state. Secaucus Mayor Michael Ganelli says the migrants have been arriving at Secaucus Junction since Saturday. He's accusing bus operators of finding a way to get around the requirements of an executive order recently signed by New York City Mayor Eric Adams, which requires at least 32 hours advance notice of arrivals and limit on the hours of drop-off times in the city. Ganelli says he will work with state and county officials and continue to monitor the situation closely. A spokesperson for Mayor Adams says Texas Governor Greg Abbott was treating asylum seekers like political pawns. Lisa Lacera, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 8-12, 12 minutes past 8 o'clock. And right now in traffic, uh, just continue to watch for a slowdown around a crash. Southbound I-235, the ramp to westbound K-96 up there in northwest Wichita. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Chad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a few clouds across Wichita and south-central Kansas, we become partly sunny today. A chilly start to our morning, our high 44. With a cold front passing through late tonight, some freezing fog develops, Sarlo 26. Low clouds and fog early Wednesday with a high in the mid-40s. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now partly cloudy, 25 degrees. We have a south wind at 6 miles per hour. Steve, at the end of the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And uh, with the first day of the year, laws, new laws going into effect across the country. Quite a few, and some of them very interesting. Fox News Radio's Tanya J. Powers is with us this morning. Tanya, tell us about a couple of these laws that, that are that are there, the most interesting to you. Well, there's several of them that really got my attention. Uh, They have to do with, of course, uh, everything from gun violence, book bans, gender-neutral toy sections in stores. Uh, There's a number of states that are also going to require financial literacy courses in high schools. Uh, I thought that was a really important one as well. Um, To kind of hit some of these, uh, I mentioned the gender-neutral toy aisles. In uh, in January here, the uh, folks in California are requiring major retailers in the state. And when I say major retailers, I'm talking about 500 or more employees in the state. Um, they will have to include gender-neutral toy sections in their stores. Now, to 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 put a finer point on it, it doesn't require them to eliminate boy or girl-focused toy sections. It just adds one. Uh, so you have the gender-neutral one in addition to the other two, not instead of. Mm. Um, that was passed by the legislature and signed by the governor back in 2021. So this has been coming for a while. Um, and uh, the Illinois anti-book ban law, this is going to be the first state to enforce a law to outlaw book bans. Um, New York is cracking down on puppy mills. What they're saying is that pet stores are now banned from selling dogs, cats, and rabbits. Um the law does not bar the shops from showcasing animals, but they have to come from shelters for purposes of adoption. So if they want to put, you know, pets up for adoption in the stores, um, they can do that, but they can't, like, sell them. Uh, Michigan, uh, there's a package of legislation to reduce gun violence set to go into a, It has gone into effect this year. Um, the package includes red flag laws, stricter background checks, 
uh, safe gun storage requirements. It also includes a ban on people who are convicted of domestic violence from buying, owning, or transporting firearms for eight years. Um, Texas is making it a misdemeanor to market or package e-cigarettes in ways that appeal directly to minors. Uh, healthcare providers in Arkansas are now required to ask new mothers if they want to be screened for depression. Uh, it also mandates that private insurance groups or government-run programs like Medicaid have to cover the cost. And the financial literacy one I was talking about, Georgia, uh, Indiana, Minnesota, and West Virginia are now requiring financial literacy courses or to be taught to students in high schools this year. Um, this is just some of a growing list of states that have already you know, made such requirements or will start mandating these kinds of courses in the coming years. Mm. And the one they left out was the one I think they had a mandate for everybody, driver's ed. <laughs> but nobody, nobody, <laughs> nobody does that anymore. Sonia, hey. I don't think anybody will argue with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Fox News Radio's Tanya J. Powers with Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And, Ted, we always like, we like to bring up uh, stories or share stories of people who misbehave, right? Uh, well, of course. If it's not too serious. North Carolina pastor arrested after police say he tried to push his wife's co-worker into a McDonald's deep fryer. Ooh, Officers, no. Officers say the suspect's wife was a manager in training at McDonald's and told her husband she was being disrespected by employees. Uh-oh. The suspect, 57-year-old Dwayne Waden, then fought one of the cooks, punching him in the face and pushing his head toward the fryer. Oh! Before several employees were able to pull him off. Stay away from that McGriddle. Man, your fried head. Yikes. Waden's Facebook profile lists him as the pastor of Elevated Life International Ministries. Oh, my. He faces assault charges. I wonder what kind of, uh, what kind of church that is. Elevated Life International Ministries. Huh. Could be just kind of a place to collect money. I don't know. Well, get your old McNuggets in a bunch. Yeah, no kidding. Ahead in the front. Those things are hot. Uh, yeah. That's, Holy mackerel. That's, yeah. That would be bad news. It could be very serious. All right. 817. Now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It is time for Sports Now. Again, here's Ted Woodward. All right. We had some good old fashioned uh, college bowl games on New Year's Day yesterday that actually meant something. It was the national semifinals to two big games. You had the Sugar Bowl and the Rose Bowl. Sugar Bowl was a late game in New Orleans. That saw Washington beat Texas in a very close, exciting, high-scoring game. First game of the day was in the Rose Bowl in the other semifinal matchup where you had number one Michigan taking on number four Alabama. This one lived up to the hype. Despite Michigan missing a makeable field goal and extra point in the game, J.J. McCarthy hit Roman Wilson for a game-tying touchdown with less than two minutes to go to force overtime. After a Blake Corum touchdown gave the Wolverines the lead, Bama had one last shot to tie. Low snap, Melrose stopped, Michigan makes a stand and comes up with a milestone playoff victory. Courtesy ESPN, Michigan's defense stopped Jalen Milrow on fourth down to seal it. After losing in the semifinals the past two years, Michigan finally reaches its first college football playoff championship game. Tim McMaster, Fox News. Michigan uh, into the championship game with a record of 14-0. and The offensive coordinator for the Wolverines and the offensive line coach is Sharon Moore, a native of Derby, Kansas. Played at Butler Community College. How about that? Offensive coordinator for Michigan. Might have a national championship. Uh, that that uh, national championship game will be next week on Monday. College men's basketball tonight. At it in the new year, the Kansas State men 
with a record of 9-3, and three, hosting Chicago State in Manhattan tonight. K-State going for its 10th win in the non-conference portion of the season. FanDuel has the Wildcats as a 19-and-a-half-point favorite going into this one. Live coverage of K-State men's basketball at 6 o'clock this evening. The game will tip off at 7 o'clock in Manhattan. And you can listen live on your home for K-State basketball, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Pro basketball on New Year's Day yesterday in the NBA. The Houston Rockets win at home, beat the Detroit Pistons 136-113. to Starting at guard for the Rockets, former Wichita State Shocker, Fred Van Bleet, 15 points, 7 assists. The Rockets in the number 8 spot in the Western Conference. And with that win, Houston snaps a three-game losing streak back in the win column. And Fred Van Bleet doing his part. Happy birthday today to a pretty good pitcher. David Cohn is 61 years old today, former Kansas City Royal. Earlier in the show, I incorrectly called him a left-handed pitcher. He's a righty. No. Right-handed pitcher. He did bat left-handed. A little interesting. There you go. There you go. But, uh, yeah, David Cohn, right-hander. Born in Kansas City, Missouri. Good uh, hometown guy for the Royals to draft, right? And they yeah. did. Yeah, they took him in the third round. This guy's a great athlete at Rockhurst High School. He was a point guard in basketball. He was a quarterback in football, and he was a heck of a baseball pitcher. And that's where he went, to baseball. Baseball. The Royals had him, drafted him in the third round, and then they traded him away to the New York Mets for catcher Ed Hearn. <laughs> Maybe one of the worst trades in Royals history. <laughs> All right. But then he found his way back to Kansas City. The Royals signed him, and he had two really good years with the Royals in 1993 and 1994. In the strike year of 1994, he won the Cy Young Award. He was 16-5 and five that year in the shortened year because of the strike. In a shortened season, yeah. yeah. He was, that was really good stuff for him. Yep. All right, then after the strike, guess what? The Royals traded him again. They traded him to the Toronto Blue Jays for, for superstar utility player Chris Steins. So the Ooh. Royals traded Ooh. David Cohn twice. Getting in return, Ed Hearn and Chris Steins. Not a good return, rate of return for the Royals there. Cone pitched 17 years in the big leagues, a five-time All-Star. Five World Series rings, one with the Blue Jays and four with the Yankees there in the mid to late 1990s. And he threw a perfect game in 1999. Man. There you go, former Royals pitcher. He's got a birthday today. David Cohn is 61 today. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 821 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Sean says he hates New York City. Aha. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. 8.30 here on this Tuesday morning in 25 degrees. A minor earthquake struck north-central Kansas Sunday morning. The magnitude 3.7 was centered about three and a half miles north-northeast of Bennington, which is north of Salina. The quake was registered at a depth of three miles. According to the U.S. Geological Survey, the earthquake was felt in Bennington and the nearby communities of Salina and Minneapolis. There are no reports of damage. A twin-engine Piper aircraft lost both of its engines Saturday afternoon, forced to land in a field in western Kansas. Lane County emergency crews were dispatched just after 2.30 p.m. for the aircraft emergency west of Dighton in the vicinity of K-96 and Jagger Road. The pilot and two passengers were uninjured, 
and the plane was not significantly damaged. The Kansas Highway Patrol is investigating. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Israel continues to battle with Hamas. Fox's Claudia Cowan reports. Israel appears to be entering a new lower-intensity phase in its war against Hamas. The country's military announcing it plans to withdraw thousands of soldiers from Gaza. The move follows pressure from U.S. officials who want to see a more targeted approach to defeating Hamas. The IDF expects the fighting in Gaza will last throughout 2024. As the war rages on, Gaza health officials report over 20,000 Palestinians killed. Hamas is allegedly still holding more than 120 hostages. Russia's president warning his country will intensify attacks in Ukraine. Russia launches a record 90 drones across Ukraine during the early hours of the new year. This, as Vladimir Putin says, his country would intensify its attacks on its neighbor. Putin says Ukraine should expect more strikes after the shelling of the Russian border city of Belgorod that killed 25 people and wounded more than 100 others. Putin has labeled it a terrorist act. Russia has blamed Ukraine for Saturday's attack, one of the deadliest to take place on Russian soil since Moscow's full-scale invasion of Ukraine started nearly two years ago. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. A new Arkansas law aims to better identify depression in new mothers. Healthcare providers in Arkansas are now required to ask mothers if they want to be screened for depression. That's according to a new state law that took effect on New Year's Day. Providers will have six weeks after birth to offer depression screening. The new law also mandates both private insurance groups and government-run programs such as Medicaid cover the cost. The measure also asserts any information collected remains confidential. Tom Graham, Fox News. Even then in the morning, KNSS. Let's take a look at the forecast now with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. An area of high pressure is across the central plains that will keep our weather quiet through much of this week. We do see some changes with rain or snow arriving Thursday night into Friday. Partly sunny today with a high 44. Freezing fog overnight, tello 26. Low clouds early Wednesday with a high in the mid-40s. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Well, partly to mostly cloudy, 25 degrees. A south wind at 6 miles per hour. It's been 25 degrees for the past three hours here in Wichita. It's time for uh, entertainment news. The Blur with Ted Woodward here on KNSS. Ted, good morning, sir. Good morning. A 90-year-old voice actress from Disney's Coco has died. Mexico's National Institute of Fine Arts and Literature announcing the death of actress Ana Ophelia Murguia. Until you're in my arms again, She received the Lifetime Achievement Golden Ariel Award in 2011 for her 40 years on the stage and screen. She is best known outside of Mexico for her role as the elderly great-grandmother Mama Coco in the Disney Pixar animated movie. Coco won the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature in 2018. Monica DeLuca, Fox News. A group of bikers in Los Angeles beats up an actor from TV's Beverly Hills 90210. Ian Ziering says the incident played out when he was stuck in traffic on New Year's Eve. He said a group of bikers violently approached his car, and the worst part, his 12-year-old daughter saw the entire thing. The actor taking to Instagram, writing, quote, this situation highlights a larger issue of hooliganism on our streets and the need for effective law enforcement responses to such behavior. The response from authorities seems insufficient. 
Siren says that it all started after one of the motorcycles hit his car. Then he stepped out to check for damage, and that's when the four bikers surrounded him and started throwing punches. And that's Fox's Brooke Singman with that report. All right. New York City, New Year's Eve, Times Square, big celebration. Yeah, when it's over, somebody's got to clean it up. Hundreds of sanitation workers are at the ready, equipped with trucks, mechanical brooms, and backpack blowers to take care of the massive mess left behind. In other words, the site most people don't stick around to see. All that leftover food, drinks, party hats, and heaps of trash. And yeah, this is all just yet another reminder of how much work really goes on behind the scenes before everybody converges here at the crossroads of the world. And guess what? When the job is done here, the planning already begins for next year. Reporting in Times Square, Briella Tomasetti, Fox News. Happy New Year. And of course, cities across the United States ringing in the new year. I spent some of my career working in central Pennsylvania where just about anything but a ball is dropped or raised at midnight. I'm talking about a giant shoe, a massive Hershey kiss, an enormous stovepipe Abe Lincoln hat in Gettysburg. But one that always draws a lot of attention New Year's Eve is out of Lebanon, Pennsylvania. It's the famed Bologna drop. And I'm saying that right. They pronounce the beef cylinder the Dutch way, I suppose. The celebration of the regional delicacy started in 1997 after being inspired by nearby Dillsburg, Pennsylvania, which drops a pickle at midnight. And that's not the only place where a pickle rings in the new year. Mount Olive, North Carolina, started their dill-dropping tradition back in 1999. First, just for employees at the Mount Olive Pickle Company. It's now a public point of pride. That's Fox's Alexandria Hoff with that report. Other celebrations included an acorn being dropped near Raleigh, North Carolina, and a large beach ball in Panama City Beach, Florida. Happy Ooh. New Year, everybody. Uh, one of the most iconic characters in American pop culture is now available for public use. Mickey Mouse, at least the Steamboat Willie form of him, is now part of the public domain. Artists and creators can now use the Mickey image, but only the non-speaking boat captain featured in the Steamboat Willie animated short film, which debuted in November 1928. It was the third Mickey film, but the first to be distributed and starred Minnie Mouse as well. U.S. law allows a copyright to be held for 95 years, and Congress has expanded that length of time more than once since Mickey was created. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Let's see what's going on in the new year for gaming. Fox on Games, your insider's cheat code to gaming. In January, PlayStation, Xbox consoles, and PC get Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, and Tekken 8. We are in danger of annihilation. February brings the long-delayed Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. And the next in the reimagination of 1997's landmark Final Fantasy VII with Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Sometimes I don't even know who I am. I forget things everyone else remembers just fine and know things I've got no right knowing. That one only for the PlayStation 5 console. For the Nintendo Switch, let's move March 10th of the new year, Mario Day for the Uninformed, to March 22nd and call it Princess Peach Day as she takes the stage as the main character in Princess Peach Showtime. In August, the famous Asian tale Journey to the West gets a gritty retelling in Black Myth Wukong. All of these dates are approximate and could potentially be pushed back or canceled. Eamon Dignam, Fox News. Weekend at the box office, spanning the old year into the new year. Wonka, starring Timothy Chalamet, is back in first place this weekend, set to make $31.8 million over the four-day holiday weekend. Ladies and 
gentlemen, greetings to you all. My name is Willy Wonka. You see, I'm something of a magician. Prepare to be amazed. The film grossing more than 142 million domestically over the last three weeks. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom coming in second place, grossing 26.3 million over the four-day weekend. We're connected to the land and the sea. I can't wait to introduce you to all the majestic creatures on our planet show you how awesome this world can be. Migration finishes in third place with a four-day gross of $22.3 million. The Color Purple comes in fourth place, pulling $17.7 million. And Sony's Anyone But You rounding out the top five with $11.5 million. Paul Stevens, Fox News. Here we are on the ninth day of Christmas. It's January 2nd, and this is your Fox Daily Snapshot. It's National Personal Trainer Day, and for many of us, we'll be making our resolutions for the new year. The most common, exercise more or lose weight. So if you plan to hit the gym, make sure to use the hashtag Personal Trainer Awareness Day on your social media account. Also on this date, Georgia became the fourth state to ratify the U.S. Constitution in 1788. President Richard Nixon imposed a speed limit of 55 on the nation's highways in 1974. It was a response to the spike in oil prices as well as supply disruptions in 1973. The musical Annie put on its final performance in 1983 after nearly six years and more than 2,300 performances. If it's your birthday today, you share it with legendary science fiction writer Isaac Asimov, born in 1920, and Beverly Hills 90210 star actress Gabrielle Carteris, born in 1961. I'm Tushar Saxena, and that's your Fox Daily Snapshot. It was 70 years ago on this day on NBC, the premiere of the Spike Jones show. A guy that started out in radio, yeah. and he kind of got interested in the growing medium of television, and he got his own show. What was on that first edition of the Spike Jones show? Wow. Spike Jones telling guest George Goble how he discovered his musicians. Sir Frederick Gass was playing the mnemonic drill. Freddie Morgan was a janitor cleaning Toscanini's dressing room at Carnegie Hall. Helen Greco was working in the jewelry department of the department store. And George Rock was a blacksmith singing two front teeth while bending horseshoes with his bare hands. <laughs> the very silly but very funny Spike Jones. <laughs> yeah. The premiere of the Spike Jones show. It was crazy. 70 crazy. years ago on NBC yeah. on this day. Uh, on Fox last night, they had a really good special called MASH, the comedy that changed television. Gene Reynolds was one of the developers, writers, and producers of MASH and talked about a very key moment in the series' history. I think Freddie Silverman, who was then the head of the network, deserves a lot of credit. It took a good network executive, and a lot of them don't have that, to hang in there. Not easy. In spite of the ratings, it started winning awards, and everybody was so high on it that we picked the show up and moved it to 8.30 Saturday following All in the Family the second year. And immediately was the number two show. Yeah, back when CBS had that insane power lineup of comedy all on Saturday night. I think the Bob Newhart show was part of that. Carol Burnett was part of that. And people didn't go out on Saturday. They, they didn't watch CBS. Get all those great comedies. MASH. That was on Fox last night. It was a pretty good special. Let's take a look at uh, happy birthday to actress Kate Bosworth. She is 41 years old today. Happy birthday to Jack Hanna, the former director of Ohio's Columbus Zoo. And, of course, uh, Jack would be on Letterman every uh, month or so, every month or two. Letterman would have him out and bring on animals, and it was fun. 
How many times do you think this guy has been on the program with his animals? Well, 25. 95 <laughs> times. 95. 95 appearances. Ladies and gentlemen, rockin' Jack Hanna. Jack, come on out here. Welcome to the new place. Boy, you got animals everywhere. You got something crawling up your back there, Jack. What the? Let me, let me just get that for you. Oh, no, <laughs> got yourself a butt-sniffing monkey. <laughs> Is that a lemur? Is that, that's a lemur. Is that a lemur? No, th that's a long tail. That's a lemur, isn't it? No, it's not a lemur. It's oh a lemur. This, this, I know exactly what this is. Don't even tell me I know exactly what this I'll is. I guarantee you don't know. I know exactly what, is what this is. A lemur. God, everything's a lemur to you. Everything. You know, Jack Hanna is 77 years old today. Sadly, he's got pretty bad dementia, from what I understand. Yeah. Man, when he was on Letterman, that was funny television. Jack Hanna is 77 today. All right, let's see what's going on in rock music. Anna Eliopoulos. Is it cool that I said all that? Taylor Swift ended 2023 with a number of accolades, including being named Time's Person of the Year. And with just a few days left in the year, she broke another record, becoming the only artist to hold the top four albums on the album sales chart since its inception in 1991. Those are 1989 Taylor's version, Midnight's, Lover, and Speak Now Taylor's version. I really apologize right now. It's at all. The feud between Shaka Khan and Kanye West is over, according to the Soul Songstress. What she calls a silly grudge began over the use of a sample of her hit Through the Fire for Kanye's 2004 hit Through the Wire. Originally, Khan said she was upset because she was never told how the sample was going to be used and added that she didn't like the fact that she ended up sounding like a chipmunk. In a Rolling Stone interview, she says she now knows that altering songs in samples is a part of hip-hop that she did not understand. That's Fox Rocks on Fox News. Do not forsake me, oh my darling. His name was Woodward Maurice Ritter. Tex Ritter. Great voice. Pioneer of American country music. Pop singer and actor from the 30s all the way into the 60s. Of course, the patriarch of the Ritter acting family. Of course, his son, John. Huge star. Tex, a member of the Country Music Hall of Fame, went to school at the University of Texas, studied pre-law, government, political science, and economics. But he got into showbiz. 70 movies as an actor, 76 movie soundtracks. Of course, here he is singing the Ballad of High Noon from that movie. Later sang it at the uh, Academy Awards that year, the first ever televised Academy Awards, and it won the Oscar for Best Original Song. Uh, he's in the Country Music Hall of Fame. In fact, he spearheaded the formation of the Country Music Hall of Fame in Nashville. Then he got into politics, entered uh, the Republican primary in Tennessee and ran for the Senate. He lost to a guy that ended up beating Senator Albert Gore Sr. in the general. Wow. Yeah. Uh, of course, Ritter, uh, Tex Ritter had a heart condition, which they later found out. He passed away 50 years ago today at the age of 68. And, of course, his son John passed away at an early age, also he from that too. same heart, yes. heart condition. Yeah. Uh, Tex Ritter can still be heard as the voice of Big Al, the animatronic bear at Disney's theme park attraction, Country Bear Jamboree. And he had, a, he had a string of country hits, two of my favorites. He hit number three on the country charts with When You Leave, Don't Slam the Door. <laughs> and he hit number one with You Two-Timed Me One Time Too Often. <laughs> legend Tex Ritter he passed away 50 years ago on this day 
Entertainment News in the Blur brought to you by Pizza John's right there at 208 South Baltimore in Derby. They're open Monday through Saturday. Stop by Pizza John's for lunch today. That's a good idea. Pizza John's in Derby. Which is our business journal update is on the way. Startup company in California flies a Cessna caravan without a pilot on board. That's on the way. Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Stephen, 10 in the morning, 8.51 here at KNSS on this Tuesday morning. Three big things. Three. Wichita City Council will discuss a variety of topics today, including a downtown parking plan. Two. Kansas sales tax on groceries drops with the new year from 4% to 2%. One. Earthquakes and aftershocks rattle western Japan, at least 48 dead. Three big things, Stephen, Ted on KNSS. It's like that high end of the gasoline prices has started to catch up with a lot of folks out there. Two seventy nine a gallon, pretty common price out there. Still seeing some lower ones here and there. Uh, two sixty eight. Several stations in Andover. Two sixty eight. I did spot uh, two sixty nine. Thirty uh, fourth Street North and Woodlawn. Traffic update from ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Partly sunny and warmer today with a high of 45 degrees after yesterday's high of just 31. Mostly clear and cold tonight, the overnight low 25. Wednesday, mostly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 44 degrees. Now partly cloudy. South wind at 6 miles per hour and 25 degrees. Stocks closed lower Friday at the end of the year. And then this morning uh, indicating, well, we've got that Fox. uh, uh, The Dow is down 55 points. S&P is off 38 and the NASDAQ, the NASDAQ is down 242 points right now, Ted. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. A national arts group found Wichita's nonprofit arts organizations are leaving a large economic footprint. Americans for the Arts conducting an arts and economic prosperity study, gauging the economic impact of the arts in Wichita and hundreds of regions. In 2022, the arts generated more than $184 million in economic activity in Wichita, according to the study. Nonprofit arts organizations in Wichita support 
nearly 3,000 jobs, spend about $78 million, and generate more than $106 million in audience revenue, according to the study. Wichita's tax revenue from the arts, about $4 million, and that's better uh, numbers than both Topeka and Johnson County. A startup in California made history in a Textron Aviation Cessna caravan flying the plane without a pilot on board. Reliable Robotics test flew a converted FedEx Cessna 208B caravan for 12 minutes, November 21st, outside San Francisco, according to a release. The pilot was 50 miles away, flying the caravan from the company's control center. The flight involved a taxi, takeoff, and landing. And according to Reliable Robotics, the flight was the first of its kind for a commercial plane the size of a caravan, which holds 12 people. And the Wichita City Council today is going to talk about changes allowing a long-discussed public parking plan to take effect, likely raising rates downtown, causing many who work there to think about the balance between convenience and cost. The council will be asked to approve updates to ordinances and traffic codes, including allowing the city to collect parking revenues in new ways, mostly like credit cards and smartphone app technology. The council did approve this plan way back during a meeting in March. And the rollout focuses on downtown, Old Town, and Delano. And that's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. And today is uh, National Science Fiction Day, Ted. Sci-fi. Promotes the celebration of science fiction as a genre. Its creators, history, and various media, too. On this date annually, millions of science fiction fans across the United States read and watch their favorites in science fiction. Date of the celebration commemorates the birth of famed science fiction writer, Isaac Asimov, Asimov, an American author and Boston University professor of biochemistry. Isaac Asimov, Asimov was born Isaac Yudovich Osimovs on this date in 1920. So there you go. Hey, keep it here uh, for the uh, Glenn Beck program coming mm-hmm. up this morning. He's going to talk about the Harvard president who apparently is seeing a charge of plagiarism. And if you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again, go on the Odyssey app. Thanks for listening. Steve and Ted in Morningland, KNSS 98.7 and 1330, Wichita. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.